Yes! No! Checkmate. Hello, and welcome back to the Free Game Podcast. Um, my name is Holden, and I'm with two very special uh, people. Three, I'd say. Three guests. Oh, because of... I mean, because of Mifa. Yeah, because of Mifa. Mifa doesn't make it onto a lot of episodes, but she's around. She's around, for sure. <laughs> um, neither of us said she's here. Cause yeah. She's here, but yeah. not really. I'm going to stop bouncing my phone off the table. The other two would be Justin. Hello. Uh, the co-host to my to my own All nature of being a co-host. Yep. And then the other guest, someone very important to me, it's my wife. Hello. Welcome. Hello and welcome. She's a little nervous. <laughs> But uh, she's going to do just fine, aren't you, Sarah? Yeah, I'm going to be fine. Her name is Sarah. Uh, Welcome her, everybody. Say, welcome, Sarah. Welcome, Sarah. Welcome, Sarah. Okay, great. So now that we have that out of the way... um, It's a big day today. It's a huge day, dude. Uh, We are uh, reviewing a big game. Yeah. Uh It's called Breath of the Wild. Well, it's not. It's called The Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda Breath Breath of the the Wild. Wild. See, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Because I've actually never played this game. Correct. This will be the first game that I review with you that I've never played. Yeah, less of a review, more of just we're talking about. You it. guys are gonna teach me about. We're gonna talk to you about how how much you've been missing out on and why you're gonna play it. Mm-hmm. Have you got you guys have played the game? Yeah. A ton. <laughs> a ton. A All ton. Right. Yeah, and um, Justin is gonna give us a bit of an intro to this game. Yeah. And then we're going to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, reel it in a little bit, talk to Sarah about the sort of games she's played, what she mm-hmm. likes in video games, but um why don't you just lead us up? So so what are what are you so, going to do right now? Uh long ago when we were like, "Hey, we should do a Breath of the Wild episode with Sarah." A couple months ago. We were like, "Should I play it or but then we had the idea I won't know anything about the game. Mm-hmm. Go into it blind. Yeah, I'll learn everything here live. Not only that, but I'll write the intro to it <laughs> and just BS my way through. Yeah. Not and having not, known anything about it. Not even trying to have correct information in here. Yeah. Because you and I talk about games and you've mentioned things about Breath of the Wild that I could have slipped in here if I wanted to to sound like I guessed correctly or that I'm smart. But That's I didn't want to do though. that. That's not fun for anyone. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Breath of the Wild. You ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Sarah? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Many Zelda fans were excited at the announcement of the 2019 Nintendo game Breath of the Wild. Initial reception was good. Almost too good. Arguments broke out as some players immediately claimed it was the best Zelda game to date. But soon enough, these arguments became harder and harder to win on the contrary. This game has proved that it can withstand the test of time, as it has only grown in popularity since its release. An open-world exploration-based RPG, in Breath of the Wild you'll find yourself helping out strangers and folk of any and all types as you mature from a young boy to a man of the people to an outright hero. (laughs) This game involves trying out new weapons you've earned, breaking vases, and walking through serene landscapes only being interrupted by, for example, the cooldown reset jingle of certain skills, followed by a voice telling you of what the jingle already made clear. Like, imagine a, a soft little piano rift, and then a voice saying something like, Mifa's grace is now radiant. Okay, hold on, hold on. 
Do you remember where you yes. talked about that? Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, also, speaking of the soundscape, uh-huh. do you remember God's winter wind chimes at work? No. The irises. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The dead yeah. irises that made the noise. Yeah, I remember that. You recorded those because... It reminded you of a sound from Breath of the Wild, I think. Yeah, it does. I just wanted to remind you of that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if we could put that up on the Instagram or something. Yeah, I mean, if it was a video, that'd Yeah, be cool. it's a video. All right, <clears throat> anyway. If you feel up for the test, you can eventually go toe-to-toe with Ganondorf to save Princess Zelda herself, and the long-awaited marriage and union of Link and Zelda can finally take place. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's a little controversial. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> we got plenty more, so. Yeah, this With- is golden. Oh, wow. Within this endless game, you'll find yourself drawn to and uniting with all sorts of factions that each have their own agenda. One example of this is the Dark Brotherhood, a cult whose method of worshipping one, cha- one of the gods of chaos can at times require you to access Link's dark side, turning the character into a thief and murderer, all in a theoretical effort to save Triforce Kingdom. A fancy heads-up display. <laughs> no, sorry. A fancy heads-up display will aid you in your adventure, guiding you to caves worthy of spelunking and mountains worthy of traversing. Limitless expanses of this open world will have you trudging through harsh blizzards, slithering through the desert sands, hacking your way deep into the jungle, and diving into the void of the sea to subjugate the fish folk therein to slavery. All all. <laughs> Sorry. All in all, there's no telling what kind of goblin slaughtering, village pillaging, army building, card collecting, revolution igniting, chariot chasing, interior design adventures await. Oh, the places you'll go. Okay. Lot to unpack here. A lot to unpack, but also scarily accurate. Okay, no I was going to really? say. Yes. <laughs> I think the first good half was not entirely far off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really wasn't. The, that was like, that was impressive. This game didn't come out in 2019, right? No, no it came out in 2017. Okay. And but like there was a couple times when you would start saying something like you're like meet this clan, like this dark clan of people were like how does he know about oh. and then you say who yeah, like, no, I turns took the, Link the dark, into a dark Brotherhood is from uh, Skyrim. <laughs> oh, you're mm. right. The Assassin Dark Brotherhood yeah, yeah, yeah. group. So, wow. This dude. would be interesting as its own game, though. Yeah, that sounds like a really cool yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. Even like um, interior design and stuff. There is interior yeah. design. Oh, in great, dude. In Zelda. There is. Yeah, yeah. in Zelda. Um, pretty don't... You don't marry Princess Zelda. You don't. That will mm, never happen. No. No. It's just wrong. I don't wrong. think that That's has wrong. ever happened brother yeah. in sister. any Zelda. No, we're not brother and sister. It shouldn't. It shouldn't happen. I know that much. Yeah. It just... I don't know how to describe it, but it just doesn't make sense. And I don't think it's called Triforce Kingdom. No, it's not. No. It's called uh, It's called Hyrule. Hyrule. I didn't yeah. know that, but I was like, uh, Triforce Kingdom. You're just <laughs> suspending so your intelligence. Uh, yeah. 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 Very, very used to doing that. Wow. I'm mm. sure that anybody who has played Breath of the Wild found that very entertaining. Yeah. Sweet, dude. Yeah. I hope so. Um, and so now, quick uh, segue. Mm-hmm. It's not really a segue. It's more of just like a diversion of what we're talking about right now to something mm-hmm. else. Sarah, mm-hmm. you like games. I do. What kind of games do you like? So, 
I'm in no, by no means a gamer, but I like video games. Yeah. So I don't really know how to even describe what kinds of games I like. I just like random games that so I come across. Tell us. Yeah. Tell us games that you like. Yeah. I mean, Breath of the Wild, for one. Could you um, just give us like an hour of content of just like, what is Breath of the Wild? No, and I'm just kidding. No, we're going to do that. That's what this podcast is right now. <laughs> do you, yeah. Yeah. Is there a game you've spent more time on than Breath of the Wild? I doubt it. Um, I mean, ugh, I've spent a lot of time on Breath of the Wild, mm -hmm. and I don't know how to like quantify the hours that I've spent on Mario Kart 8. Okay. But if that, like, that might be, be a, a close contender. second. Uh -huh. Yes, yeah. that might be a contender. So you're yeah. kind of a Game Boy. Um, You're a bit of a Game Boy. I guess. Game I Boy is just what we call this is a Nintendo This fans. is a Nintendo mm. household. It is a Nintendo household, That's for cool. sure. I have to credit my brothers in that, because my brothers okay. grew up Nintendo and Nintendo only. Yeah. Yeah. So I I picked up a lot of that from my brothers, and I grew to love a lot of games from my brothers. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am a Game Boy, as in a Nintendo fan, mm -hmm. simply because I was... Um, too intimidated by non-Nintendo games. <laughs> Nintendo games were uh, cute and inviting enough that I that I felt like, oh, I can yeah. I can tackle this. But it's like Call of weird. Duty was just horrifying. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird that I'm not a Game Boy actually because my first consoles were a GameCube and then a DS. Mm. But then we got a little PlayStation Two, and then we got an mm. Xbox. See, I've wanted to dive into those consoles, mm -hmm. but like I didn't actually get interested in in like that side of gaming until I was older, like mm -hmm. and I didn't make money to buy myself yeah, yeah, yeah. like those consoles and yeah. then And even now, like we make money to buy those consoles and that's like the last thing I yeah, want to do. Spend I, like $300 yeah, on a yeah. console. Yeah. It's so Way it's more like than that. Yeah. yeah. I kind of I feel like I kind of missed the point in my childhood in which I could have gotten mm -hmm totally invested in like playstation yeah. i'm still very intrigued by it though yeah yeah so. I, so i have a switch and we have you have a switch as well sarah I do there's two switches switch. in this household which might seem weird but it's not. He, she got her switch before we got married yeah and you know just to you know i don't think we could share a switch no no we just play it too much <laughs> See? but but we have an xbox Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's an Ooh, Xbox One. Literally just our TV. And it, yeah, that's just like our DVR. <laughs> oh, right. That's what yeah, we used yeah. to watch All everything. That. Yeah. But, um, but that Xbox One, I didn't even buy. My brother <laughs> saw that the Xbox One X was coming, S was coming out. Okay. Which is like the smaller yeah, one. Yeah, we have one of those actually. Yeah, you do. And so he originally, oh, and Mifa is eating food. So if you can hear that. That's Mifa That's saying awesome. hello. That's the loudest she'll be. Yeah, tonight. Beljean would be just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that, um, my brother bought an Xbox One S because he was like, oh, it's got more storage. It's smaller, easier to, you know, just deal mm -hmm. with and everything. And um, he saw that there was a new Monster Hunter game coming out, Monster Hunter World. Mm -hmm. And so he gave me his old Xbox and bought me Monster Hunter World and was like, we're playing really? this game together. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I just, I that's that is my... Um, generation. That's how I you think got we're that. in Gen Seven now. That's my Generation Seven gaming platform, and I don't know what's going to happen when they're like, "Hey, uh, the Xbox One is no longer able mm -hmm. to do anything." <laughs> I don't think I'm going to buy a new one. Yeah, that's going to be a 
tough decision for yeah. like Microsoft to make because that's going to put a lot of people out. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. are going to be destitute after that. Um, Most of the games that I've played are have been on the Switch or the Wii. Or the Wii U. Wii U. I think that's those are the three consoles that I spent my most gaming okay. on. What are what are the other ones that you spend a lot of time on? Pro okay, so I think one of the pinnacle games of my childhood was um, I don't know if it's Super Mario World, Super Mario Land, Super Mario Bros. Three, Yoshi's Island is the one. Okay. Oh, Which yeah. what's the what's the series? What's that series? Come I, on, don't, I, don't I know, know that it's Super Mario. I think it's Super Mario Land. Land three. three. Yoshi's Island. On the Game Boy... Advance. Yeah, Game Boy Advance. Okay. Yeah. I love that game. Wait, wait it's on the Game Boy Advance and on the SNES. I didn't play it on the SNES. Okay. So I played on it on the Game, game Boy. Boy. That was... I think that was my first console ever as a little girl. Yeah. That's awesome. But I revisited that game on the Wii U. <laughs> For the save states. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was pretty epic. <laughs> um... But, so Yoshi's Island is a big one. Um, Mario Kart, I spent like an entire summer, so many hours on Mario Kart. Um, mm. And then I guess other ones, what are they? Stardew Valley. Yeah, you played a lot of Stardew Valley Really love Stardew Valley. That's a great game. Oh my gosh, the escapism is top notch. Yeah, um, I've always wanted to try it. It's a good game. Oh, it's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, what other games have I played, Holden? Oh, jeez. Uh, the Disney Princess game for your Game Boy Advance. Mm, that was a good one. Yeah. That was I was going to ask about that one. Yeah, because um, I actually told Justin about that one recently. Mm -hmm. um, I really liked The Binding of Isaac for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, really yeah. got into mm -hmm. that one. That's a good game. What did you play that on? I think I played that on my DS first. Your 2DS XL. My, yes, my 2DS XL. Yeah. Okay. Um, your DS. Yeah, yes. it's a 2DS XL. It's completely different. Um. Well, I really like it. So. Yeah, um, I'm saying it's it's a good thing. It's just not a DS. So like I don't know what correlation to make between in between all those different games. Like I've never been yeah, able to pinpoint I, what kinds of games I like. It's even hard for me because like I'll <laughs> I, I'm kind of playing kind of slogging through Super Metroid right now. Okay. And I'm playing it. and I'm like I don't know if Sarah would like this game. Mm -hmm. I just can't tell I... because it's got like huge <laughs> exploration. It's very large, but it's uh -huh. also like hard but she likes some hard games it doesn't like uh, other hard games so yeah yeah but breath of the wild i think just has like the perfect level of escapism it's it's action-packed mm -hmm. it's like it's so hands-on it has a nice like easy going emotional storyline that's easy enough yeah. to just cling on to yeah. yeah, I think the one of the reasons why I love Breath of the Wild so much and why I came to love it so much as a teenager, I played this game when I was like 10. It was an MMORPG online. Oh. It was called Free Realms. I don't know if you've okay. ever heard of that no. game. Okay. I loved that game so much. Free Realms. Free Realms. And it was just this like, you... you you customize your character and you go into this like fairy tale world mm -hmm. and you just go out and you explore and you talk to people and there's like lots we're of different gonna, we're gonna have to review this game yeah <laughs> it's actually okay sadly it went like they took it offline oh. in like 20 
Eleven. Has there been like a small development team? Like there has. Yeah, I've actually kind of kept up with them for like the past few years, Uh but I don't know if they've actually put anything out yet. So if anybody's listening and has played Free Realms, I I loved that game. Yeah, you've got three players right here. So at least temporarily. What do you mean? Of the free, like if anyone is like, oh, no one would play it if we brought Free Realms back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would play that so hard. <laughs> yeah. I think that Free Realms was kind of like your, um, oh, what the heck is it called? You still play RuneScape. it. RuneScape. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. MMORPG. I don't know if they're similar in any way. Um, I got no idea. Probably, honestly. It's just, so, it when, was such a simple, wholesome game. Yeah. And like when Breath of the Wild came out, like being a non gamer and coming across a game like Breath of the Wild just scratched that nostalgia of mm. like going into an open world and exploring everything oh, you could possibly explore. I'm so excited. Dude, to play this you, game. you have no oh idea gosh. what you're into. <laughs> so, do you think that it's time that we just delve into it? I guess. Okay. Yeah. So, we have a bit of an outline here yeah. that I would just, you know, Honor system, just don't peek over here. I'm not peeking, dude. I can't read. All right, sorry. I'm, I'm just a bit thirsty right now. Oh, do you have a... Don't use your teeth. Oh, I actually have to. Animal. Yeah, uh, yeah I actually do have a drink here. What is here. that? That looks like... It's kind of yellow oh, and white. That is good. Uh, it's a lemon cocoa. Ooh. I don't know if anybody listening to the podcast right now has had the chance to be blessed by the amazing taste of lemon cocoa. But yeah. gosh dang, dude, this stuff is amazing. It's pretty good. I've had one. They're mm. pretty good. Yeah, they're good. Sir, would you like to try it? I'll try yeah, it. Yeah, you should try yeah. it. Yeah. I hope you don't get a chunk. There's chunks in there. Oh, really? Just That's go ahead and drink it. Don't, pulpy? Don't worry about it. It's not pulpy. <laughs> um, Sarah loves pulpy drinks, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I do, too. Yeah. I do. Orange juice. Um. Yeah, she doesn't like it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like coconut. And oh, I don't like yeah. lemonade. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's so, we forgot to mention whammy. that this <laughs> is uh, this is coconut lemonade. Yeah, it's so, got um, lemon and cocoa. Oh, what, are you drinking? Something oh right yeah, now? sorry, I'm just going with good old blue can of Pepsi. Ah. Do you like Pepsi, Sarah? I do like Pepsi. She's more of a Coke gal. Herself. I yeah. I am, but I used to I used to be a diehard Pepsi fan as a child. Really? I think I came I've to never... my senses though. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I've never know? committed to one brand, but because <laughs> I just. Inhale soda, no matter what it is. You know what's wild? So Sarah and I met at a really, really young age. Mm-hmm. We met when we were in fifth grade. Seven. We were ten. Ten. Okay. But sorry. then a couple years later, she started coming to my school. That's how we met and everything. And I remember her telling me that she didn't like root beer. And so for some reason, I just lied and said that I didn't like root beer, really? even though I love root beer. I don't even remember that. Yeah, and it like it, it was one of those things where like a little later. I like said that I loved root beer and she was like, Oh, I thought you didn't like it. And I was like, no, I do. And it was just like, whatever. Right. I, I, and it I'm didn't like, matter. I have a very vague memory your guns, of that. <laughs> because then I'd still not be able to drink, drink root beer. No, 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 no. No, but it'd be so It wasn't funny. root beer. It wasn't root beer. Was it Coke? It was Coke. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> because she said that she didn't like Coke and I was yeah. like, yeah, dude, Pepsi's way better. Just Cause I was trying to impress her and like, <laughs> of course, you know, of course. um, when I knew that Pepsi is, is inferior to Coke. I think it was literally <laughs> just a few years ago. Like we were, I was, we were probably like 18 mm. that we went to Winko together. Mm. We went to the grocery store together and you got a Coke. And I asked you, I thought you didn't like Coke. Really? I was like, dude, I've oh, loved Coke awesome. this whole time. Coke's like my favorite. <laughs> I, like I had to come clean. It was but like this whole thing. But then you tried it and changed. I, yeah, actually, that is true. Yeah. I thought 
Mm-hmm. Are you quenching your thirst with something, Sarah? I am. Oh, what are you quenching your thirst with? It's um, clear. it's a popular drink, I think. <laughs> I, it, Lots of people know it. Yeah. Um, it's my personal favorite. Okay. It's water. Water. Wow. I Hard really to like beat. Water. Yeah. Hard to beat, man. Yeah. Good old I think water. It's just really good for you, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't say the same about Pepsi. Or yeah. Coke. So I think, I mean, we can all agree that my drink is superior. Yeah. 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 That's... I mean, you have the best drink out of all three of us. Yeah. 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 But who's having the most fun? I am. So next, <laughs> um, so we just want to talk, so you're not supposed to look at that. I remember, Justin? It, well, man. you did. I just saw you. But here's, you just did it again. <laughs> Nobody can see you, but like, yeah, don't worry, you're, you're trying to get away with, <laughs> with it, but I'm going to let the people at home know what you're doing. Just turn the computer, man. Okay, fine. So, See, now if I look at it, first, we, we want to kind of set the scene. Mm. What, yeah, hit, hit me with the scene. What, what kind of a game is Breath of the Wild? Good question. I want to know what picture you have in your head about Breath of the Wild right um, now. Just open world Zelda game. So yeah, what does yeah. that... I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, this so, is a little biased, too, because you did watch the Tears of the Kingdom trailer. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, but I have no idea how much of that is. Mm. But I also played Zelda uh, Twilight Princess a lot. Mm, okay. So I have Zelda experience a okay. little bit. Have you ever played Ocarina of Time? No. I think I might have asked you that on the podcast before. Does that matter? Um, I'm going to do a little bit of research right now. Sarah, can you talk about like just like the open-worldness of Breath of the Wild for a little bit? Well, it's open-world. So, what else is it besides just an open world Zelda game? Um, so I'm coming from the standpoint, I've never played another Zelda game. Oh, so okay. I'm sorry to the Zelda fans out there that are hoping to listen to an experienced Zelda veteran. I am definitely well, not. Breath of the Wild is the first Zelda game that I ever played. It's the first game I fell in love with. It also introduces a lot of... Um, I don't know, quests? I don't know if that's generally part of open world games. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the thing with open world <laughs> like games. Like different storylines. Yeah, different storylines. Yeah, story there's different um, subplots going on, kind of side quests going on. Yeah, sub storylines. Um, one, one of the coolest parts about, about Breath of the Wild that I just want to mention really fast about like the map and everything mm-hmm. is that there's no loading zones. Oh, really? At all. I don't even know what those what? are. What? Yeah. So Not like, all? Not even all. when you go into a cave and it. So there's no caves. No there caves. are shrines that we'll talk about. Those are loading zones. But like when, okay, just hear me out. Okay. On the overworld, like if you are somewhere and you look somewhere else, you can go there in one contiguous run. No loading zones. Wow. Can you, what is a loading zone? Loading zone is like, um, if you're playing... Jeez, oh, I'm trying to think of a game that you might have played that has loading zones. Well, okay, like if you go into a shrine, you know how like the screen opens up and it's like loading and uh-huh. then you go into the shrine uh-huh. afterwards and then when you go out of the shrine, it loads again. Uh-huh. That's a loading zone. Or like if you've ever watched oh, me play okay. um, old Monster Hunter games, if I'm walking from one zone into another one, there's like a screen that's like now loading and then you go into the next zone. Oh, okay. So, well, Breath of the Wild does have those. For but, what? Um, fast travel. Oh, but fast travel, that's outside of like, because fast travel is, a, is that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 But, but like, outside just, of just, but you can walk from one fast travel point to another fast travel point with and, no loading. Yeah. At like all. for example, in Skyrim, which is a huge open world game, mm-hmm. 
like every cave you go into, it's like this vague doorway and you walk through it and then it goes into a loading stream forever. The loading streams um, take forever in Skyrim. Yeah. And then you're in the cave. Yeah. And to exit, you go through it again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But there's none of that except for the shrines yeah. in Breath of the Wild. Except uh, for the shrines, shrines and except for fast travel. Fast travel. I think that that's pretty much it. That's that's crazy. And maybe um, when you go into the four divine be- divine beasts, but oh, I yeah. mean, I mean, like very even like if you get on the boat. What boat? <laughs> yeah, don't you don't know. <laughs> there's no boat. There's rafts. I kind of was okay. But that's fine. Yeah, there as long as there's some flotation. Yeah. I never use the rafts. What do you do? I'll use Cryonis. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I actually interrupted you. What were you saying? You don't remember? Okay, never mind. So <laughs> Breath of the Wild is an open world. I wouldn't consider it an RPG. Okay. But I kind of might. It's it's definitely not uh, it's hard it's bless you, Sarah. It's definitely not like a JRPG where it's like you're gaining levels and with those levels you have more defense points and stuff like that. Oh. Right? The progression is very natural, right? So much like any Monster Hunter veterans that are listening, where you defeat a monster, get parts, and then the gear that you get directly makes you better. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that in Breath of the Wild too, to where if you see an enemy with a dope weapon, if you yeah. kill it, you get the weapon. Yeah. Wow. Right? So, um, and then when you get those weapons or you get like... Um, and you search for, like, armor and stuff. Like, you find armor and, like, treasure chests and all that. You do have upgrade abilities, too. Yeah, you can upgrade but your But in weapons. a very special way. Yeah, so we'll talk about all that <laughs> later. But the next question that I wanted to ask you, when it comes to, like, Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild is huge. It's huge, dude. It's absolutely insane. Anybody that's listening to it's this that hasn't played ginormous. it, the first area that you start on is called the Great Plateau. Mm-hmm. Okay? That area is the size of the whole world of Ocarina of Time. Okay. It's 14 times bigger than Twilight Princess. I just looked okay. it up. Okay. All right. And it's dense. Like, yeah. dense, dude. Mm-hmm. So, so you're if you're walking down a trail, and this is something that uh-huh. I mentioned later. If you're walking down a trail, and you see a little a little bosk, like a little group of trees, and you're like, is there something in there? Mm-hmm. There's probably something there. Yes. Like, there's something Everywhere. everywhere. It's not like, it's, really it's awesome. not like, I don't know, like in Twilight Princess, I remember seeing my brother like run across Hyrule Field and uh-huh. it's just nothing. Uh-huh. You're just running from one place to another On place. A horse, yeah. In this game, it's like most of the time is just getting distracted by mm. other things. Yes. I, I'm definitely the kind of, like, the kind of player that loves to explore. You're and a gamer girl take... that loves to take her time. I love I, to take my time. Too. You're a gamer I girl take, that loves to take yeah. her time? My precious methodical time, and I okay. don't care who's watching. How, because how, how long have you been playing this most recent run of Breath of the Wild? How long? Yeah. Like, when did I start? Uh-huh. Restart it? Um, probably, when was, what made me restart it? We were talking about starting this podcast, doing this podcast episode. So it was probably oh, really? like two months ago. Yeah. Oh, and you are just reaching Zora's domain, right? Yes. So anybody like, I haven't who, gotten there yet. Anybody who has played this game is like, wow. <laughs> okay. That's, because I mean, she's taking her time. She's taking very, so much that, time. Because I only have about that much time until Tears of the Kingdom comes out. So. Yeah. I, um, I, so how do you like to play games? Do you like to take your time or do you go kind I, of fast? Uh, it depends. I, I relate this 
a lot to Skyrim because that's the only other like open world kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I did a good mix of storyline, even though it, I kind of ignored the main storyline a lot, but like side quests with other like factions, that's a big mm-hmm. deal in Skyrim. And I didn't really, once in a while I'd go exploring, mm-hmm. but not that often, but I do consider myself kind of a completionist mm. in that I'll try to like gradually find my way through the entire game. Yeah. Okay. Before that I so, rush to the finish line. So I'm, I'm that way too. Something that I'll say that's it different from... It annoys Holden. It doesn't... Un- okay. <laughs> it does. It does. It a does. little bit. But it's, it's not so much that I'm like, Sarah, I'm so annoyed. It's mm-hmm. not like that. It's more like, I'm like, you're still in Hateno Village. What are you even doing there? You talk to the guy and then you leave. I think you know? um, last... No. <laughs> a couple nights ago, actually, mm-hmm. I told Holden we were supposed to go to bed. And uh-huh. I told him, I just need to get to the shrine. <sighs> the shrine was... Very much in, I like in line of sight. Okay. Right there, mm-hmm. very close. Took her like an hour to get there, dude. It took me probably like thirty minutes because here's how I play this game. Okay, so like in the map, there's like obvious like um, pathways. Like this is where you walk to get to this place, and then there's like little posts with little signs like um, mm. Hateno Village this way and Fort Hateno this way, right? So this is, that's generally, okay, the player's gonna go through here, and they're gonna come across these people, and they're gonna come across here, but there's so much to this game, uh, that I, basically, I follow the general path, mm-hmm. but, like, I take it, like, I'm, I start on the path, and I go, like, zigzag across everything because there's just so yeah. much to find. There's so find. much density. And we'll talk about all the fun things we've we just call it now and I can start playing really <laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> I know. I'm and sorry. it takes so long, but it's so satisfying. <laughs> oh. So, so, here's, here's the thing, okay? Is that your motivation to play the game is not like, Nick, you need to save the world. You know, it, like, my motivation when I'm playing this game is like, I have this world to conquer. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking out there, and I can just go anywhere. Like, it's like, the fact that it exists is motivation enough, right? And Impa will tr- trick you and try to tell you, go, Link, hurry! Yeah. Save Hyrule! Hyrule. Yeah. You don't, don't need to hurry. No, you're fine. You There's no pressing, Impa. yeah, no pressing <laughs> timelines. My dog, my brother's dog's name is Impa. Okay. Yeah, so, so we have Impa and Mifa, yeah. yeah. We're, oh, yeah. Cool. So... Something that I wanted to mention earlier, when it comes to Skyrim side quests, mm-hmm. they're a little different than Breath of the Wild side quests. Hope so. a, a side quest in Skyrim could take like 30 hours. Like there are some really, really long mm-hmm. drawn, talking to multiple different people, mm-hmm. building character arcs. It's not that deep in Breath of the Wild. Okay. Breath of the Wild is like, I lost my sword. Can you find it? It's like, okay, I'll go find it and then give it back to you. And he's like, thank you. Here's By the, the way, here's <laughs> here's where the shrine is, and then you go and you find the shrine, mm. right? We'll talk about shrines, too. You're going to have your mind blown. But, um, so yeah, when it comes to side quests, like, it, and also in Skyrim, sometimes if you pick one side quest, it changes, like, the entirety of your game after that. Yeah. It's not like that in okay. Breath of the Wild. Skyrim is a lot more of, like, a story-driven game. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild is more of an adventure-driven game. Okay. Okay? That's mm-hmm. what I'll say. Um, and it makes sense because the... The main, like, uh, the super important thing about Skyrim is, or I, I actually don't, I, I haven't played it all that much, but what was, what was like special to me was like, wow, all these people 
have like their own lives and I get to talk to them and be a part of clans and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. The people in Breath of the Wild are kind of like, like the backdrop to just the scenery. Okay. Right? So this game gives you so much freedom. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. And it doesn't hold your hand through practically anything other than a couple like certain points where you're like actually following like the main quest line. Sometimes it's like, we got to do this thing, Goro. And people understand what that is Mm -hmm. if you've played Breath of the Wild. But um, I have a couple things written down here that is so just like, yeah. Okay, so you can interact with everything in this game. Okay. Okay. If there's a tree, Mm -hmm. you can cut it down. Sweet. If you want to light it on fire, you can. Awesome. If there's a rock, you can probably pick it up. Yeah. If wow. there's a mountain, you can climb it. Okay. Every single surface is climbable. Okay. There are no limits. Good to know. To what you can climb in this mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. There are some limits. What? Can't climb shrines. <laughs> oh, that's true. You I can't know because climb I tried the other yeah, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. I seem like they're an exception to a lot of things. They are. Go on. Um, you can't climb, like, certain, uh, boxes, like, metal boxes. Oh, yeah, 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 If yeah, they're yeah. too tall, you yeah. can't climb them, and that's intentional. Yeah. Because they want you to do, to solve whatever puzzle mm. you're solving yeah. in a different way. Yeah. So. Okay, that's true. Let me say everything in the scene, like, everything natural mm-hmm. is climbable. Um... So if, I could cut down every tree in the game if I want. Yeah, but I think that when the blood moon happens, it'll respawn them all. I think that's how that works. Probably. Yeah. There are also some trees that are too big to cut down. What, like Not the Deku me. tree? No. Like. Oh, like the ones in Pharaoh like, and stuff? Like the thick yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. thick you're ones right, that you find right. bird eggs on Okay, top of. okay, you're right. I'm going to try. True. Yeah, you'll, you'll try. You can go you'll ahead try and best. try, yes. Um, if, you, you know. if you want it, you can take it. Wow. There's mushrooms everywhere. There's houses? eggs. There's herbs. You ha- get a house at some point. Um, can I take houses? Uh, you can take one. Okay. Um, this isn't name it and claim it, but like right, there's right. so many things to pick up. Okay. And they all help you on your journey. Foraging is one of my favorite things. It's actually fun. There's also hunting in this game. Oh. So there's deer and wild boar, boar. and... And um, there are, like, these big, like, almost rhinoceros-looking things really? in the Arctic wastelands that you can Arctic take down. Arctic wastelands? Yeah, oh dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's so much to this game. Uh, <laughs> um, You're not allowed to kill the foxes, though. Yeah, I was just going to say, can every I animal... Them? No, but every animal in the game is fair game, except for foxes. You okay. can't kill the foxes. Because that's just not cool. It's that not makes fun. Sense. Yeah. You can kill any bird. Kill they have blue herons in the game. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. I love and they're majestic. I know you do. Um, and there are horses that you can ride Not and, horse guy. and, but you can well, that's cool. get your own horse okay. and take yeah. it to a stable and name it. And okay. It's your own horse. And, and you, uh, and it's like, they're very useful, but I actually like, especially in the second time going through the game, I'm realizing, cause like my first time playing through the game, the horse was like big, like, especially in the start game, it was like. Get a horse. Like, because yeah. that's really cool. You it's get really your own pushing horse. you to get a horse. It, it pushes you to get a horse because, I mean, like, I get you gotta it. feed it. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool and it gets you places, but I'm realizing, especially in this run, that, like, I don't even want a horse 
because I just yeah. want to. Yeah, that's that's take something that you don't want to get on and off the horse. Exactly, that's exactly what exactly. it is. So. And then by the time that you're like you're going on this trail and you're like, is there a Korok over there? And then you walk over there and you find it, I and then you're like, Korok. what is that over there in the distance? And then you're like, oh crap, where's my horse? Hey, yeah. All the way over there, and I need to go get my horse. It's yeah, like a big exactly. deal. So, yeah. so I would recommend you get a horse, but you don't need to stress out too much about so it. So, did you say you can name the horse? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What percentage of people who play this game have a horse named Shadowfax? I don't know, but I know that it's smaller than the amount of people that have a horse named Epona. Mm. Okay. Um, next. The next thing that I wrote down is things just make sense. Okay. Okay. This is before we talk about any of like the actual, like, this is like a preface. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. but it may, but it's important. Okay. Oh, yeah, so yeah, of course. fire weapons, right. Give off heat. So if Smart. you're in the, like in the snow and links like shivering and cold, mm. you can equip a fire weapon and it keeps you warm. That's helpful. You know what I'm saying? Rocks fall. So if there's a boulder on a cliff and you see a bunch of bad guys below it, you can push the boulder off oh. and smush them. Just makes sense. Yeah. Um, fire creates an updraft that you can be raised up by. Wow. Um, with your paraglider, which you'll figure out what that is. Wood burns. So if you chop up a tree and you light the wood on fire with a piece of flint and hitting it with a metal Mm -hmm. weapon, Mm -hmm. it makes a fire. You can sit by the fire and wait for a while and go, oh, I want to wait till it's morning. I'll just sit by the fire and... Have some roasted squirrel or something. Yeah, dude. Exploring in the nighttime in this game is a very different experience than exploring in the daytime. You're right. Especially for somebody like me that is not a very combat-heavy player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play this game for the combat. Uh-huh. The yeah. combat is fun yeah. and it's doable, but it's definitely not mm-hmm. my favorite part. So I oftentimes find myself sitting by the campfire until morning because I don't want to... I have to deal with the baddies that come know, out like at night. Minecraft. Yeah, it's kind of like Minecraft. But so you like exploring the most. Oh, absolutely. This, okay. That's my absolute favorite part of this game, like, hands down. My brother loves the combat of this mm-hmm. game. He would go to this thing that we called the Coliseum, mm-hmm. which is a Coliseum, basically. And I don't know if you knew this, but he would go down to the very bottom where the golden or like the silver lionel is, take off all of his armor, and fight it. No. Yeah, yeah. And I did it once and it's really, really fun. No. Uh, so we're going to tell you about every enemy in the game later on, except for Lionel's, because okay. I want you to be surprised by it. Thanks. Um, another thing that I should mention really, really fast, if we're, like, if you're listening to this and you're a huge Breath of the Wild fan, and you're like, they're, they're missing out on this detail, it's intentional, because we want you to figure it out on your uh, own. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, again, I wrote down, if you think something is there, it is. Okay. Just that's your hint. Okay. Also, things aren't given to you mm-hmm. in this game. You find them. Okay. Pretty much everything. All right. That's what's... I love it. Okay. Yeah, I think, like, that's that's a definitely a huge, like, um, just, a, like, the beauty of this game is, like, it's an adventure game with quests, with, mm-hmm. like, an obvious objective, but... There is in in no way does it tell you, like, this is where you're supposed to go and this is how you're supposed to get there. There are so many different ways that you can go about, like, doing one thing. And it's 
awesome. Because yeah. then you get to, I don't, I feel like you get to like establish yourself as a unique player in that way. Yeah. Like, this is how I play uh, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, oh, actually I did it this way. Yeah, you like, know? like when talking amongst a, a group of Breath of the Wild players, I might say something like, yeah, first I went to Zoro's Domain. And they're like, you went to Zoro's Domain first? I went to Gerudo Desert first. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's and interesting. And you accomplish the same goal yeah. in like a million different ways. Yeah. Another thing about the game that's so satisfying is that every environment that you're in, there's something there that's leading you to want to stay there. Uh-huh. I hope that that makes sense. So like if you're in the Gerudo Highlands, right? And it's all snowy and it kind of looks like, I don't know, like imagine Zion National Park with like a foot of snow. Okay. Okay. So it's like red rock, but all like snowy and it's very, very pretty. And you're there and you're looking below you and there's Gerudo Desert. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, I want to go there. I don't even know what's up there, but I want to go there. And then you go there and then it's like, yeah, there's a thing there. And you're like, oh, cool. That's great. You know, it's not like, oh, I guess I just came here for nothing. There's There's no like wasteland that you're like i don't why am i even here yeah no, no. it's there for a reason yeah wow. everything is there for a reason and like for some reason there's like a big giant robot bird flying around and you're like mm-hmm. i don't i don't know what that is mm-hmm. do i go towards it and then you get closer and closer you're like is it gonna shoot me i, I don't know what's going on uh-huh. you get closer and closer you're like oh there's a nice little bird village here i guess <sighs> that was enticing me to something wow. good you know yeah. so everything is there and like there's a giant volcano. You're like, I wanna go there. Mm-hmm. So then you go there and then there's a bunch of rock people. And you're like, cool, I guess I'm meeting these new people and I'm learning all these new things about this world. And on the way you go to Hateno or you go to uh, like the ancient tech labs and stuff. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> it's just brilliant. It's all so brilliant. Um, yeah. The next thing that I want, well, <laughs> this that's like the freedom element of it. Hyrule you know? Castle is also <clears throat> such like, at, just at the beginning of this game, it's such an enigma. It's and the I, center point. They, they, I feel like they do such a good job at like building the mystery around it, though, mm-hmm. because like when you start off, you can see it in the distance, and you know, I'm supposed to go there, and I really don't want. I to. really <laughs> don't want to go there, though. Really? And Dude, I, you just I don't rem- feel ready yet, or something. So oh. it's surrounded. It's crawling with baddies. Okay, it's surrounded by these things called guardians, which we'll talk about later. Oh my gosh. And they're horrifying. Dude. Okay. Guardians are horrifying. And so they're, it's crawling with these things. And then you're getting closer and closer to it. And there's guardians all over the place. And it's co- like Hyrule Castle. From what you know of Hyrule Castle, it's beautiful. White pillars. Right. It's, just, it's covered in red goop. And there's a giant pig flying around it. I don't know how else to describe it. Okay. Um, think of it more menacing than just a giant pig. <laughs> like uh, like boar. a like a boar, but yes. like a giant boar made out of red goop. Okay. And his name is Calamity Ganon. Red like swirlies all going yeah. all around it. And oh, I remember wow. my first time playing through this game, I was like terrified to go anywhere near there. And I think like probably like halfway through my entire gameplay, I finally mustered up the courage and I was like just gonna go. Yeah. Like I'm not ready. And then you. I don't have the it. equipment. I yeah. don't have the armor. I'm just gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And I remember like finding the highest point that I could find. <laughs> Fly into. Paragliding into it because I was like, ain't no oh, way. Oh, I'm just wow. walking up. Oh there. yeah. By the way, you can do that. Yeah. The 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 fact that that's just like the most like 
bold attack strategy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so exactly. That's yeah. actually my favorite form of combat too, is um, bow and arrow far away. That kind of tells you why I'm not a combat person because I don't like the, yeah. that sort of confrontation. But um, I remember just flying in there and then just everything changes. Like yeah. the atmosphere changes, the music changes. And I think I lasted maybe five minutes and I was like, I'm out of here. I'm yeah. done. I'm, yeah. I'm going back to where it's I was scary, at. But you lived to tell the tale. Yeah. I, did. So, I did. So you start out the game, you exit this thing called the Shrine of Resurrection. We won't talk about it. You see an amazing view of the world. And then you talk to this old guy and he's like, ho ho. And he's like telling you a bunch of stuff. <laughs> of and by the end of it, you get a good lay of the land, okay. right? You're picking up weapons. You get some armor, okay? Weapons range. There's a couple different kinds of weapons, okay? So there's two-handed weapons, mm -hmm. one-handed weapons, and spears. Okay. Okay? They all have different levels of attack to them, but every weapon in the game, except for the Master Sword, breaks. Okay. So it doesn't matter how good your weapon is, it's going to break at some point. Wow. Faster than you think. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you constantly just have this array of weapons in your inventory that you're just cycling through the entire mm -hmm. game. Um, and I, I would recommend you and anybody listening to this that is going to get Breath of the Wild and play it, especially setting up for Tears of the Kingdom, don't hold on to weapons. Just use them. Because you're going to, like... By the it's it's like I don't know you're going to be rewarded with more weapons. There's mm -hmm. so many weapons in this game, and if you just waste your time using tree branches the whole time, it's just not going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I guess my weapon strategy has always been like pick up whatever weapons are around me, and then I always use the one that deals the least amount of damage first That's until that too. breaks. Yeah, and then use the neck the one with the unless know, I see like some blue bacoblins and I'm like, oh geez, I need yeah, something. then you I, mean, I need some more. beefier. Yeah, then there's armor. Armor gives you defense, obviously, but it also gives you, like, abilities. Okay. So there's, like, a climbing set that makes you climb faster. There's mm. a Zora set there's that makes you so swim faster. There's so game. many armor sets really? that I kind of just want to let you oh, yeah. do that. Awesome. And you find this... them all on your own. Yeah. None of them are... Given... Well... well, one of them. Yes. Yeah. One of them which... is given to you. <laughs> yeah. Which is why our cat is named Mifa. <laughs> but there's also these things called Great Fairy Fountains that you find throughout the map. Okay. Grape. Great. Yeah. There's four of them, and that's where you upgrade weapons and armor mm. using materials that you get along your way. Okay. Which is really fun. Okay? That's all I'm going to say about it, <laughs> because that but is something that you need to <clears throat> just experience on your own. Your weapon's still going to break. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't upgrade weapons. Did I say okay. weapons and armor? <laughs> you upgrade only your armor. Yeah, you Armor never armor breaks. Armor. All right. Okay? Sorry. Next. Okay. This is going to be kind of, it's, it's kind of the reason, I think it's the reason why the game is so good. Okay. Politics. Sure. There's a huge, no, <laughs> sure. Yeah. There's a huge world, but there's, when we say there's always something there, uh -huh. it's almost always one of two things. That's shrines and Koroks. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. These are, I think the reason why this game blew everyone's mind. Okay. The Koroks? The Koroks and the Shrines. I mean, okay. Okay, just hear me out. Okay. <laughs> He's got a theory. Shrines are... First of all, we should talk about towers, right? Oh, the towers. Um, should we talk about towers first or should we talk about that after Shrines and Koroks? 
What do you find in the game first? You find a shri- you find a cor- tower. a tower first. So towers are these things <laughs> that just come out of the ground. These big okay. tall towers. Okay. okay, and this is how you unlock your map. Okay. So the map is segmented into a bunch of different areas. Mm-hmm. Okay, most of the time, just like an environmental area. So like there's a there's a jungle, there's a desert, there's a like a blizzardy area. That's why it's so crazy that what you said like this actually checks out. Uh, wow. There's what? a bunch of these different areas. Remember in uh, in his in his uh oh yeah intro yeah. when he was talking about like going through the jungle. Yeah. It's like yeah, you actually go through a jungle. Wow. In order to unlock the map, there's this tower normally guarded by a bunch of bad guys. Mm-hmm. So you have to get past all I the bad guys them. or solve a puzzly sort of a Ooh, thing cool. to get up to the tower. Mm-hmm. You use your Sheikah slate, which you don't need to know about. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You use your Sheikah slate to wave over the thing, and then it's like. And it like it does like this huge thing, right? And it reveals the map to you so that you can see where everything is. Okay. Oh yes. From the top of your tower, you're gonna see a bunch of little orange dots all around you. Okay. These orange dots are shrines. Okay. Shrines are these little node-looking things that you go into. Mm-hmm. And they're meant to test the hero's strength. Okay? okay. So the first four shrines that you open up give you special, uh, what are they called? Runes. Okay. The four runes are magnesis. Right. This makes it so that you can move any metal object in the game. You can control it oh. any way that you want to. Okay. There's um, stasis. Okay. Which means that any moving or most moving objects in the game, you can stop freeze in time. And then if you hit them a bunch, they contain all that kinetic energy. And then once the timer goes out, they sh- fly away. Okay. Okay. There's bombs. So bombs are something that you just always have. Okay. Okay. And they're like special technology bombs. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you've ever played Smash, you know Link, how he has those blue bombs. Uh-huh. That's what that is. Okay. Okay. And then there's Cryonis. Cryonis, you can, any body of water in the entire game, you can make a pillar of ice that you can stand on. Okay. So you can just go across lakes with this Cryonis. And you can also climb them. So if there's a waterfall, you can use Cryonis. On the face of the water to climb up the waterfall. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. I think pretty great one of my like core memories of starting this game like i i have just the most perfect image of this my first ever time playing through this game like it's like just the most beautiful experience in Uh the entire world but one of my favorite things to do starting this game was um oh because in your sheikah slate which don't need to know everything about it's basically just like a switch Okay. Because they kind of try and do that with a lot of Nintendo games. They kind of like try to give a character like, like in Pikmin, it's called the coat pad and it's like the game pad for the mm. Wii U, Yeah. but it just looks like a switch. But basically. there, it has lots of different tools on it, things to help you. And one of the things is, um, your scope. So you, you click the minus button, I think. No, it's not the minus. 
No. Oh, the, you just click. Camera. You click one of your one uh, of your move, analog sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, you get to like it kind of zoom gives in. You, zoom in to where you're looking at, like and you get to put, and you can see things that are way, 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 way off in the distance. And the towers before you get to them are glowing orange. orange. And you get to use pins to kind of like just stick it on your scope. Uh-huh. And then when you get out of the scope and you look on your map, the pin regardless of whether you've you... unlocked the map or uh-huh. not, the pin is there. So you know, okay, I need to head that way if I wow. want to get to whatever that thing is. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. So, so you get to the top of these scopes and you see all these shrines around you and you yeah. just start marking them. Yep. And one mm. of my, you don't have an endless amount of pins, unfortunately. Yeah, you, have like I think you only have like five. Rough. And one of my favorite things to do at starting this game was putting pins on the towers and just going there. Yeah. And like exploring and Come hell or high water. And finding so many enemies and so, uh, so many things. And yeah. like, and, and then when you finally get to a tower, it's like, Oh my god, I made it. Yeah, and oh then you god. unlock that area of the map and you're like, there's so many things to go yeah. look at. Ugh. It's crazy, dude. Wow. So, the rest of the shrines in the game, there are 120 of them, just letting you okay. know. Are, you go inside them, you go downstairs, I guess? I don't know, in, down the, el- down the an elevator. elevator. Okay, <laughs> into like this futuristic, techno- technologically advanced room that's okay. just a mini puzzle. Okay. And then once you get to the end of it... Like once you solve it? once Yeah, you basically solve the puzzle. Okay. Most of the time, it gives you a little reward on the side, like a, a lance or a piece of armor or something like that. A couple rupees. Yeah, a, cu- a couple rupees. Once you get to the end, there's a monk sitting there that gives you a spirit orb. Okay. Okay? Spirit orbs are the reason why we go to shrines. And okay. because they're fun. I think that shrines are so fun. I love them. Shrines are not my favorite part of this game. Oh, I love shrines so much. Okay. But it's because I love puzzles. I don't like puzzles that yeah, much. Yeah, but <laughs> they're very, very fun. I think they're very, very fun. Sarah doesn't. So we'll see how you yeah. feel about Some of right them are middle. fun. Yeah, yeah. Some of them I uh, felt no shame in looking up a guy. Are there like combat shrines see. where you just have to fight? Oh, I hate they're those called minor, so much. medium, and major tests of strength. Ooh. And they are hard. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end, you get a spirit orb. Mm-hmm. If you get four spirit orbs, you get to upgrade either a heart or a piece of your stamina wheel. Okay. And your stamina wheel is kind of like how long you can sprint for or how far you can climb mm-hmm. or how long you can hang on your glider or how long you can swim for, you know? So stamina is really important, but also hearts are basically your defense. Mm-hmm. Right. So you kind of have to play this balancing act of like, do I want to be able to run further and do a bunch of stuff or do I want to stay safe do and I not die? Because you're going to die a lot. Yeah. It's it's not an easy game. Maybe. You need four spirit or I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. You four need spirit. four spirit yeah. orbs. Okay. okay. So that's like your main thing for shrines. And it's just so, it's crazy because you'll be walking through the wilderness and you'll like see something and you're like, that doesn't look like it's in the right place. That looks weird. Mm-hmm. I should go check that out. And then you go check it out and it's like, oh, it's a shrine. Awesome. I just found a shrine and now I get to solve this puzzle and get a spirit orb and now I can go yeah. get more hearts. And yeah. it, it's just always rewarding you for exploring. Yeah. Always. There are some shrines that, like you just said, you have to like do something to find the shrine. Like it's not just there. You won't, you won't travel to a place and you come across it like 
you'll have to um, do like help someone in some sort of way or figure out some sort of puzzle mm -hmm. to uncover the shrine. Yeah. And then when you go in there, instead of it being what what's uh what are they normally called like. Uh, they're called trials? tons of different things. Yeah, trials. Trials. Most of the time it's trials. Um, they're called blessings. blessings. So you just walk in there and there's a little chest and you get a cool little thing. And then the monk's like, here's a spirit orb for you. So you can probably tell that Sarah's very chuffed about that. She's like, oh, you just um, walk in, you get a thing and it's awesome. I wouldn't know what chuffed means. But... <laughs> well, I don't know what that means Chuffed either. just means like she's happy about it, right? Okay. I don't like blessings. Okay. I don't like blessing shrines because yeah. it's just, it's boring to me. It's like, yeah, sure. I did the thing before I get it that you're basically just rewarding me for doing the puzzle outside of the shrine, but I want the puzzle. I always want the puzzle. Every and time I walk never... into a blessing shrine, I'm like, yes, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> but with, to me, I think that shrines are never, it's never outrageously difficult. It's Ooh. never like, I can't, I, it, when you solve it, you're never like, oh, finally. Mm. It's always like, oh, cool. Okay. And then I, okay. And then yeah. I got it. Cool. And yeah, they maybe last like the patience for five, patience. 10 minutes uh -huh. each shrine. So Not like, long. Why, why would I? Why do I want to skip that? Yeah, exactly. Next is Koroks. Koroks. That's what I want. Koroks are these little dudes that have leaves on their faces <laughs> and they're hidden everywhere. All, everywhere. There's 900 of them across the world. Okay? And every time the... How many have you found, Sarah? Uh, in my second playthrough, I probably have like... Maybe close 50? to... Oh, maybe close to 100? Like, wow. between 50 and 100, I think. Yeah. My so, first playthrough, I, I have like 700. Yeah, I think that I have about seven or 800 in my playthrough. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so I was going to say... If, if I just make it my goal to get all 900 before... Uh, it's not worth it. Uh, no. I'm going to be honest. It's not worth it. There's so many of them. I think that they're not there to be completed. They're there to be there while you play the game. Because, supplement. Yeah, because you're walking through the world and you just see, you know, a circle of rocks. And then there's a rock sitting nearby. And then there's one place that the circle of rocks is missing a rock. Mm -hmm. You pick up the rock, put it down... And then this little thing of confetti comes out and a little guy goes, yeah, ha, ha. and then he gives you a Korok seed and you're uh -huh. just like, awesome. And it's like, it's like every time that you do it, it's just like this childlike, like wonderment of just like, oh yeah, I got a Korok. Cool. The Korok seeds. Cause that's what they, he, they give you. They give you Korok seeds, seeds. which yes. look like little golden poops. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think that they are the Korok. they are poops. Oh, okay. I think well, I, that would only make sense. Yeah. Cause you're scaring them and they're hiding from you. They're always hiding from you. And so you pick up a rock and they're there and they're like, ah, oh, you found me. Yeah. And then and they just like, kind of oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, but these Korok seeds are used to um, add inventory. Spaces yeah. to your inventory. Oh. So yeah. that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's important. A, I know, yes. dude. <laughs> it that's, is. That's why it's, it's not only just like, oh, cool, Korok. You're like, oh, nice. I get another weapon. Yeah. And as you're playing through the game, you go to this guy named Hestu. I'm not even going to talk about Hestu no. because he is so amazing. Yeah. But you go to Hestu and he's like, hey, if you give me one Korok, I can upgrade your storage. And you have to choose between your bow storage, your weapon storage, and your shield storage. 
So you slowly start growing these. And then the next time he's like, it takes two Koroks to upgrade your storage. Then five Koroks to upgrade your storage. Mm-hmm. Then eight Koroks to, to upgrade yeah. your storage. But, but and- seriously, there's 900 of them. You're going to be rolling in Korok seeds. Just like how you're rolling in rupees. Yeah, in you get so yeah. many rupees in this Wealthy, game. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Um, but, well, like, you, you think. Okay. But there comes a point in the game that you just can't use your rupees anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's late. It's later it's on. It's very late in the game. But I have, I think in my first playthrough, I have like. Almost 60,000 rupees that I have nothing to do. You probably have 600,000 rupees. No. Sarah, you get a lot of rupees in this game and you played it for a long time. I think it's 60,000. I think you have 6 million. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Um, that might be true. So, yeah, Koroks are great and they're so surprising and they're so cute, dude. They're they're these adorable little guys and I just Uh, love them. I love Koroks and I love Korok seeds. They're so fun to find and it's it that is one of those things to where you can just smell him. Like you're walking through and you're like, mm-hmm. there's a Korox. I just know that he's here. Mm-hmm. And then you walk around and you're like, no, I guess there's no Korok. Wait, <laughs> there is a Korok here because they always uh, leave a hint that like, hey, there's a Korok so here. So if you come across something in the game and you question even the slightest yeah. bit, it is probably a you're Korok. Like, why is yeah. that one branch doing that thing? Yeah. Or why are like there that. like three trees lined up in perfect... Yeah. Line. Yeah. Like, yeah. And oh, there's awesome. so many surprising ways. Like Sarah didn't even know that she was going to get a Korok the other day. She was just walking on a, on a, like a nice mountain hill area. And there was a boulder at the top of this really, really <laughs> yeah. long hill. And there was two trees at the end of the, at the end of the hill that went off onto a cliff. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's these two trees and she just pushes it and she's looking around and then he goes, Bling! yeah. And she's like, Oh, I didn't even know that I got a Korok. So then she took a screen recording. We went back. The boulder went between the two trees and she got a Korok. Yeah. <laughs> That's so There's sweet, so dude. many little things like that. And like most of the time, if you're like, I bet there's a Korok on top of that mountain. There is. If you climb to the top of Hyrule Castle, there's a Korok there. Yep. And it's just because it's like on top of the fact that you climbed all the way to the top of Korok, uh-huh. uh, all the way to the top of Hyrule Castle, here's a Korok for your troubles. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Great, dude. So now we'll talk about basically just what the game is about. Okay. Right? Mm. So you are the hero. Hey, mm-hmm. guess what? You're the chosen one, okay. right? And you are Zelda's knight. Okay. You were sworn to protect her. You messed up. Mm-hmm. And you actually fall in battle. So okay. the battle's already over, okay. technically. And it's been a hundred years. Wow. So now you're kind of going through... This like war torn landscape. There's tons of ruins all over the place of like old, burnt uh, down houses and. Is old G Dorf in charge? He, uh, he's not. He's kind of like in this weird like, he's he's turning into something he's greater mutant. than he was. Yeah, he's okay. Weird dude. He like you're gonna see him. You're gonna be like, that's Ganondorf, and yeah, it is. Huh. And um, your task is to. Activate and save four divine beasts. Okay. And then kill Ganon. Okay. Okay. So you go to four different corners of the map, four different cultural groups, learn about the champions of each of those places. Beat them. You beat the divine beast. So the divine beast is like a dungeon on a giant robot animal. 
Okay. Mm. And you go through the animal and you solve this puzzle Mm -hmm. and then you fight a bad guy and then now the robot is going to be used for good. Okay. Um, And you do that four times and then you beat Ganon. And that's... It's so... Like, that 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 is like... You could probably... I, it's, you could probably do all of that and like, I don't know. It takes, it takes a while. It doesn't, yeah. you know, but like, that's so little compared to what this game has to offer. But like, it, it's little if you choose to make it little because of the exploration as- aspect, like you can, you can take so long. Like, I yeah. like how yeah, I'm yeah, taking yeah, yeah. so uh-huh. long. Yeah. And, and just like... Every divine beast is, like you said, like, attributed to a certain, like, race in the game, right? There's fish people, bird people, tall, Rock dark people. women. Are the, are the fish people slaves? No. Okay. They're not slaves. And they don't live underwater. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, they live above water. Sorry. Weird. Uh, it's fine. Um, weird. <laughs> so there's, so it's the Zora, which are the fish people, Gerudo, which are tall, dark-skinned women. Handsome women. Okay. Just handsome women. Desert women. Desert women. Okay. With strange pants. Like, um, uh, what's that movie called? Uh, it's a book, but it's also a movie. It's been made a bunch of times recently. Pinocchio? Uh, you're getting close. <laughs> um, Timothy Chalamet. Dune? Oh. Dune. Dune. Oh. Um, I have sure. no idea. I don't, I don't care. So, <laughs> then there's the Rito, which are bird people. Right. And then there's the Gorons, which are rock, rock people. people. Okay. Yeah. The Gorons, which are morons. They actually aren't very smart. Um, well, they're made of rocks, dude. And yeah, you can exactly. kind of put in your mind, like, yeah, fish people might live in a place like this. And you're not going to be far off. Like, okay. they are emblematic to what their races are. But Makes they're sense. so unique to one another that, oh, like, cool. when yeah. you're there, you're it's like, so I am... Cool feeling Zora's domain. And like when you're there, it's like you just forget about everything that you just went through and you're yep. like in engrossed into this. Yeah. And then the next day you're going to be in the desert. Like the yeah. desert. The and you're like, this is all this game is. I, I don't know what it is. times you're just trying to, you're like, I'm in this culture now. This yeah. Is yeah. Yes, exactly. That's and there's so just, again, like so much to explore, so many people to talk to, uh-huh. so many little things here and there to yeah. do. Uh-huh. Like, Dude. It just immerses you in the world. Literally, I should be a, I should have been a spokesperson for this game. Because. Yeah. Um, you can fast travel. Two shrines. Okay. So any shrine shrines? you've discovered and conquered. And, and towers. Yeah, and towers and shrines. Yeah. So they're all over the place. And so if you need to get somewhere, you can get there really quickly because okay. there's just shrines everywhere. Um, there are some places where the shrines are less dense like in the desert there's not a lot of shrines so you need to grab a sand seal and shield surf but that's a mm-hmm. whole other thing mm-hmm. well yeah um, you can't yeah you can't just so does what the, was that um... what was your thought there i'm just curious <laughs> you can't just you know you got to prepare when you're going to the desert yeah you're right so exactly. does the game like if you start playing will it take like i don't know for example six hours before it's dark or is it like it follows real? It doesn't oh, follow real time. No, okay. like day-night cycles are maybe like 20 minutes. If even, no. Probably no. like 10 minutes. Yeah, the day-to-night cycle is really fast. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so it's, but it's nice. 
And it's just gameplay, right? What do you mean? Like 10 minutes of gameplay. Yeah, if you're paused, it doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, it's um, probably like 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is that enemies don't come out at night. There's two, there's there's a kind of enemy that comes out at night. Uh, well, okay, so like Keys, they're oh, bats. Darkness. They come out at night more often because okay. they're bats, right? But like Bokoblins, which are basically like the grunt of this game, mm-hmm. like just like the, oh, you're everyday Bokoblin, mm-hmm. they don't become more populous during the nighttime. There are skeletons that come out of the ground, mm-hmm. but they're so easy to run away from, you don't even need to worry about it. Um, uh, but they annoy me. So it's not like Minecraft where it's like, oh, it's dark, I need to hide now. Yeah, I, at night in Minecraft, it's... No. During the day, you never... But at night is when things... Yeah, it's not like that. Scene. There are differences in exploration between day and night, but... I think that you're going to have a very seamless experience going through it. Okay. Yeah. It's also worth traveling at night. I mean, like, I'm... Because the moonlight? Dude, yeah. Beautiful. And you also find lots of different things at night. Okay. Like, different creatures come out. And, yeah. Um, mm. things just look different. So, some things glow. You're able wow. to find those easier. It's bioluminescence. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's definitely worth it. I just don't like doing it because it annoys me and I'm dramatic about it. But Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. So, okay. Now, this part of the episode, I wanted to leave open to you asking questions to us. Okay. And us maybe sharing some, like, just while we're talking, just sharing some anecdotes about fun experiences that we've had with the game. Yes. Without giving too much weight. We're really, like, Mm -hmm. we're giving you a bare bones explanation of this game. I'm not going to lie. So It sounds to me like you've kind of explained the main storyline. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty simple, mm-hmm. but the real objective of the game is to explore the world yeah. while you make yeah. your way around. That, yeah. I think that that's kind of the reason why Tears of the Kingdom looks like it's going into a different direction. Because mm. the storyline in this game, like the main quest, is is so bleak that a lot of people complain about it. Mm. Which... I don't understand. Maybe because I'm not pro gamer number one here, but when I went into this game, uh-huh. I completely fell in love with the storyline so much so that it made me cry. Yeah, multiple just times. Just because so many times. You're like every night for a week. Because I just like I don't know the the wholesomeness of it, just the way that they painted the characters, yeah. like this the. And in, in like, tied in with the serenity of the game, just putting this this nice, solid storyline to follow and to fall yeah. in love with was such a huge part of the game for me. Yeah. I yes, loved it. I agree with that. But there are times when I feel like the story can be a little bland, especially with Zelda's storyline. Where it's well, basically... I've never played another Zelda game, so that might be why I didn't have any. Zelda's with it. always bland, though. But what I'm saying oh, is, true. like, with the grandeur <laughs> nation or grandeur nature of this game, when it came to the story, basically every time that you collect a memory, we won't talk about that because you can figure that out on your own. Cool. But every time that you collect a memory, it's like, all right, Goro, the the machine is ready to go. And then you're like standing there and Link's not saying anything because he doesn't say anything. Yeah. And then it's like Zelda. And she's like, I just don't know if I can use my powers but yet. I loved and it then, though. and then the <laughs> next one is like, Mifa's like, all right, I guess I'm going to 
do a thing. And then Zelda's like, I just don't know if I can use my powers I yet. I know, she's and so angsty. And it's just the angsty. whole thing. is just, she's so I don't know angsty, if I can use my powers. She's so angsty, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love the cutscenes. I lived for them. Oh, okay. I, I did not. I was so excited when I found a memory and I you was like, what? Yeah. I hope I'm more like Sarah in this case. Yeah. I hope I just love the Yeah. I, I hope you do too. I didn't like it. It was to the point where I was, I was on, I was on a call with mm -hmm. my brother-in-law playing Marvel Snap online. Right. Mm -hmm. And Sarah was playing Breath of the Wild and she mm -hmm. saw a memory spot, which is basically just like something that she shows you a cutscene, And I had had Sarah kind of like turn the TV down a little bit and so that we could, you know, cohabit, like. Yeah, yeah, live together yeah, yeah. and and be right. like you know you were also home i was also home <laughs> yeah and she was like she found the memory she's like shut up shut up, shut up shut up can you can you turn on the tv and i like turned up the tv and she's like can you actually go into the other room yeah and i went into the other room and then i heard it blaring in here talking uh -huh. about how you know something about mifa or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i come back out and i'm like can i turn it down she's like yeah, you can turn it down. Sorry, I just I yeah. really wanted to. You know? I get it, man. You're loud, dude. I am loud. <laughs> I, that is true. I am loud. No, but like I will forever, and I know a lot of people might disagree with me. I don't understand why, but this game is a cinematic experience. It is. Like straight up, like adventure-wise, just like without argument. It's gorgeous. It is. Dude. Like it's it literally gorgeous. just. It's literally just a artwork, everywhere. Yeah. Okay. But also, the story makes it cinematically beautiful. Yeah. There's I, just so little story. It's so cute. It like, is. it is so cute. It's very... It makes me cry. Yeah. It's very, like, classic anime tropes. I've always, like, I've always said that this game should have been an anime, too. <laughs> I've always said and that. And so it doesn't I even would, like anime. I would watch that anime so so hard. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they made a manga series, but it's pretty short. Yeah. Anyway, um, so people complain about how kind of like dry mm -hmm. the story is. And there's this there's this thing that I want to kind of warn you about in case you want to take action on it. Okay. Where if you defeat all four of the divine beasts, when you go to Ganon something happens to where the fight starts out with him at half his HP. Okay. I don't even remember yeah. that. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I it makes I the final that. boss like so easy. I don't remember like, the final boss. Like brain dead easy. easy. Well, <laughs> he's pretty <laughs> easy. Okay. okay. And it was pretty disappointing mm -hmm. for a lot of people that really, you know, like the combat of the game. But there are several different parts to the final boss. Like, a lot of us... If you spend a ton of time building up to that, I get it. Some of us had the idea of, like, I feel like we spent all this time, it should be harder. Yeah. Because, like, when you beat Ganon, the game... It's kind of like, um... It's actually just, like, like, pretty much any other Zelda game. Your save file reverts to right before you defeat Ganon. And so it's like nothing oh. happened because what, I mean, what are you going to do? Play the game yeah. without the big threat? That, yeah. That's one of my complaints with the game is yeah. like, not the, like the fight itself. I was fine with obviously for obvious reasons, <laughs> yeah. um, but afterwards you beat Ganon. I was expecting this, like, you know, bring in the freaking, I don't know, the parade. Yeah, like let's celebrate. Everything that would be cool if it was like 
the world changes, but the game isn't over. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was hoping it would be that sort of outcome. Like, okay. I've saved the world. What's what now? Yeah, what next? But it does take you right to right before you begin, and then everything is the same. And, I was like, and then your save just has I, a little star next to it. I was, so it's like, hey, you beat it. Good job. Great. Mm -hmm. I was actually, I think I, like, spent days complaining about that for a while, though. Yeah. Because I was like, why is everything the same? Yeah. Like, so Sarah's like... For that, it's a one out of five stars. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I hate this game. Yeah. Won't ever play it again. Yeah. No, but it, it's it's something to where it's like, okay, I defeated all these divine beasts, and they, they're kind of hard. So you're like, I defeated all these divine beasts, I beat all the bosses on those divine, divine beasts, and then I built up all this courage to go to Hyrule Castle and defeat Ganon, and then it's like, oh, he has half health. Oh, it's, oh, oh, the game's over now. Oh, and now nothing happened. Oh, Okay. Oh, that was a little anticlimactic, you know? Yeah. Not that the game itself is anticlimactic, but the end game, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you defeated all the Divine Beasts. Your reward is an easier boss. Mm. Makes sense yeah. on paper, yeah. but to everybody, who, or to a lot of people that experienced it, they complain a lot. Yeah. So that's, that's something that, that I wanted to sense. let you know, because what you can do is you can not go to the Divine Beasts and just head straight for Ganon. And get like the hard mode version of the boss okay. if you want to. Just okay. letting you know, I, I, I don't know if I would necessarily recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe for a second time through the game if you ever do that. Yeah. But We've like, talked about this actually. Because you should probably just go to the Vine Beast and just have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it uh, plays into the fact that the objective of the game on paper is save the Divine Beast save Hyrule begin. Yeah. yeah. But like the actual objective of the game is to adventure yeah like there's like eight points to the main quest and like a hundred side quests mm -hmm. so it's like it's one of those things there's where it's just like too which is like kind of not all of them are shrine quests there's side quests and shrine quests. i know that's what i said oh oh i understand yeah. yeah so it's kind of like to me the divine beast struggle and fighting ganon mm -hmm. was just like yeah that's just making me so i keep playing the game Mm. right it's like that's the thing that's like the ultimate culmination of there's yeah. got to be conflict i'm really driven another reason why i like the story is because i'm really driven by story-based games like i like i try to get emotionally invested in the game uh -huh. just because that makes it that much more enjoyable yeah, yeah. for me so i really really loved following the story aspect mm. of it and just mm. taking in every detail of yeah. it because i was I was already enjoying the game as it is, and the storyline was like like the the cherry on top. Yeah. I was like, yeah. yes, yeah, give me a cutscene. Like yeah. Holden was just being a bummer. About <laughs> Literally, like no, like he's been for the true. past uh, what is it, six years? Yeah, uh, this game came out actually, I think seven years ago. Seven years ago, we're in twenty twenty three. Yeah, but it came didn't out in twenty seventeen. Yeah, so I guess it is six years ago, which yeah. is still such a long time. And that is I've, a long time. I've played this game, not to completion, but I've like sat down, started a file, played it for a month or two, like four times. And something I want to mention, I know that you're probably not going to be able to dig too deep into this because I'm lending you this game, mm -hmm. and you're gonna now, play it. Uh huh. Pause. Real yeah. Quick. You also have a copyright, Sarah. I have a digital okay, copy. So yes. I'm not going to be preventing you from playing. No. no. Okay. Good I now. made sure with Holden about yeah. that too before that we. A, that was a fear of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So you're going to be able to play through the game. Okay. If you beat the game, you can then play through it again mm -hmm. on master mode. Mm. 
Everything deals double damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your true. weapons deal... Uh, your weapons break a lot faster. Okay. There's tons more enemies. Okay. It's just like hard mode. But you have to beat it to unlock that. Yeah. Okay. And another thing that we should talk about with... I've never done master mode. <laughs> yeah, I've done it like two times. And it's okay. really fun. But there are... Um, I don't actually know. Like, should we talk about the monsters? Because like we're kind of we're kind of wrapping up at this point. I get. I mean, like it's based on what you want to know. Like, yeah. Are you curious you about have. the monsters in the game? Um, I am. Yeah, but um, you kind of want to figure it out on your own. Yeah, kind of yeah, want to yeah. be surprised by them. Good. Yeah. Do you have any other questions about this game? Oh, I did just a minute ago, man. Oh dang it! Classic. Justin. That's like on brand yeah, to man. the max. Seriously. I don't know, dude. I'm just excited, man. Okay, so I've I've put if this tells you anything at all, I don't know how much people game on the regular, but my first run through of this game, I put almost 400 hours into. Okay. So if that tells you anything at all of how much you can do, mm, it does. It's so much. Because yeah. you're on your fourth. No. I'm on my second playthrough of oh. this game. So she played through it and then she waited like four years. I, the last time I played this game was probably like when I finished it the first time, which was like 2018. Okay. So starting it up again was... Oh, that's awesome. Heavenly. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. 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 She's played it like a lot. <laughs> 400 hours. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we you probably won't be able to f put four hundred hours into it because once Tears of the Kingdom comes yeah, out, we're getting yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Yeah. Although I think that you should get far enough in Breath of the Wild. Oh, I'm before I'm you gonna start. try to get as far as I can before Tears okay. of the Kingdom comes out. Like even even if it comes out and you haven't finished it, I, th I think it's worth playing Breath of the Wild to the end until you start with Tears of the Kingdom. But yeah, you know, oh, you, yeah. you play it however you want. It sounds like I should be able to beat the game before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Even if I yeah. don't necessarily have so much of it completed, like explored and everything. Yeah, if, yeah. yeah, if, it, yeah. If, it, if it makes sense, you could technically just follow the main storyline, like just to the T, yeah. and then afterwards just have the world to oh, explore. Yeah, yeah. That, that, you'd be able to get through that easy yeah. before. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Before May. Yeah, you, you don't and, have to You do and that. I were talking about this with a coworker. Um... I think it was Spencer. Okay. Which I need to call him out by name. Because yeah. uh, we called him out in the Halo episode. Very casually. He, yes. He's a big Halo guy. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know if Spencer knew who Dr. Halsey was before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very offended by that. Really? Why? Oh, yeah. He was like, he was like, wait, you didn't know who Dr. Halsey was? Oh, wow. She's like the doctor, apparently. <laughs> But I'm like, dude, she was never in any other Halo yeah. game. And he's like, yeah. I know, but come on, dude. You call yourself a Halo fan? Oh, wow. And I was like, all right, Spencer buddy. called you out, dude. Man. I call And I called him out for gatekeeping. Because yeah. I was like, sorry, I didn't read the books. Yeah. <laughs> didn't watch the 15-minute short film. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, we were talking with him. And you were like, I would almost recommend to someone just go straight to Ganondorf mm. just so you can experience it and it's not like a potential letdown in the future. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that. But um, I don't know if I will. I, I still kind of want to because when you explained the plot line, I was like, oh, I don't know if you can until you beat the Divine Beasts yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But if you can do that without those, yeah. 
then maybe I will just because the thing is you have let's see so it's it's February 21st right now so you have February, March, April, May. You have like a solid three months. Yeah. Okay. That's a good amount of time with the game. Yeah. Like, and I I like the anticipation of it. Like I mm. like just how daunting it feels not to do mm. it. Yeah. So, but again, it's that's because I'm not a, an ex, an experienced seasoned game. Well, maybe that's better. Game player. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anything else anybody wants to add? Did you find any reviews for it? No. That's all right, dude. We'll revisit this game for sure. For sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I no. I no? just love Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild super fan here, so I'm really, really excited for <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, oh my that's going to be incredible. Are, are you a super fan of Breath of the Wild, Holden? Would you say? You don't love yeah. it as much as Sarah, but do you love it? Oh, dude. Uh. <sighs> It's even hard, like, it's hard for me to accept the fact that it's probably true that I don't love it as much as Sarah does. Uh, it is. This but, is, like, my favorite game. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, Link's Awakening is, like, my favorite Zelda game. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, a complete, I mean, it's completely different. So I can't say, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a super fan. This game is, is it, it is, like, the, re- I think it's the reason why I broke out and, like, actually started playing, like, other video games. Okay. Because it's, that's like, the first true. open world, like, like game just like, like besides game, really monster s- hunter breath of the wild was like one of the one of the games yeah. that wow. you really yeah, dived crazy. into yeah yeah huh. and it's a good one to start on <sighs> i'm so yeah. excited I'm, for you, yeah let, i mean let me like, ask you this mm-hmm. worth the retail price worth 60 absolutely 100 yeah, you guys would, bought it twice yeah we bought i it twice, literally so. want to get the collector's edition of tears of the kingdom and i haven't even played it i'm pretty I sure it's sold out you do i'm pretty really? sure it's sold out yeah but no, we'll see come on don't say that you're right <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah. we had we had that discussion last night but it went great. Oh yeah, it, <laughs> it sounds like it went just dandy. Yeah, dandy's candy. I mean, like if anybody, for anybody listening out there, if you're a non-gamer like myself, but you like video games passively, Breath of the Wild, I think, is the perfect game. Yeah. To start with. Yeah. Because it's like just challenging enough that like you'll be invested in yeah. it completely and it's not easy in any yeah. sense so you're not going to get bored yeah. you will absolutely never one and you can kind of make bored. it what you want it to be yeah you can just walk around and just have a good time it's, it's you don't a have beautiful to fight game. the bad guys you can run right past them mm-hmm. you can just do what you want it to and it's awesome yes i want so bad you didn't bring your switch did you no. Oh, I want so badly to have. watch you play yeah. it for the first time. Oh, I know. Too That's bad, fine. buddy, because I might play it tonight. Oh, you better. Um, oh. It's not even that late. Oh my gosh, it's only six thirty. I know, dude. I'm playing tonight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. dude. Um, and you have to, you have to talk to me about it. Oh yeah. Um, what was I gonna say, dude? Oh, one thing I just realized. Mm-hmm. Like games that are beautiful to look at mm-hmm. are kind of new. Yeah. To the world. Yeah. Oh, like and this like, one sounds like it's beautiful to look it's at. It's so beautiful, dude. Like in a modern sense, you mean? Yeah, because like games in general are new to the human, not games, right. but like video games yeah. are new to like humans, yeah. right? And they were not beautiful for a while. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. They were very utilitarian. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I think this, <laughs> like no pun intended. I think this game really was like a game changer for like, sure. It it 
like a cultural reset, if you will. And honestly, there's so many games that came out after Breath of the Wild that everyone was like, another Breath of the Wild clone. Like everyone's really? just trying like to be Breath of the Wild. Wow. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like I, I can. I mean, I, I'm again. I'm not like totally well versed in this, but I, in just my observations, I know like when Breath of the Wild came out. Everything so changed. many developers were like, "We want to do that." Yeah, wow. like they were like, they, "I feel like it kind of like set everyone." Well, back. That's the they same like, thing that happened Whoa. with Halo. Yeah, After definitely. Halo was like there were Halo copies and Halo killers and stuff. Yeah, like yeah that. definitely. Wow. But yeah, I I still think that not many games hold a candle to Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, we gotta end this because I want to yeah. die, dude. So Kibo, take us out. Hey, free game, talking gaming day and night. This the show that you've been missing, guaranteed to get you hype. Up, down, left, start, better charge up your controller. The show was taking over with Justin and with Holden. Hey, phase 10, Halo Reach, Magic the Gathering. Plenty games we talking, cause that's what we got a passion in. Hey, restart, run it back, let's play like we in the arcade. Homie, this is free game, let's go.